TX Artist Social Listeners. Thank you for tuning in to episode 12 of season two of the ATX Artist Social Podcast. I'm your co-host Tyson Davis, and along with me is Lolita Rodriguez, Marta Diaz, Damon Mosley, and we are your hosts. Due to this pandemic, we are recording remotely, so please disregard any technical difficulties. Today, we have a special feature on the line with us, Sylvie, with Sylvie Art Studio, and we can't wait to discuss her art entrepreneurship and how she has come into the uh, game of art and, you know, been able to succeed. But for a moment, we're going to talk to the team, man. We're going to uh, discuss what's going on in our world. Y'all know how we do. We catch up with us. Like Lola says, something happens every week, right? It's and not I all see- tragedies, but there's something that happens. Yeah. Not all tragedies, okay? That's not, all tragedies, there, not, all, not all tragedies, but something is moving. <laughs> Especially, and, and Martha made the comment earlier that, you know, like she, she was uh, having no time to do these things. Martha, you, you remember that conversation we were having earlier about no time? No. <laughs> <laughs> why would you ever like, get, don't you, why would you ever me on blast Martha like that? I got plenty of time. Like, Listen, why would you ever call back on Martha and be like, hey, can you recap on this? It's like, was Martha in space or was Martha listening to you? She is not an active listener, but as it was actually last night when we were working out promos. I have, and, I uh, have to write uh, notes. Uh, what? You were, oh, I'm going to tell you what it was. Last night, you, you were like, you know, I had to do this, I had to do that because we were business owners. You remember I said that that's a that's the oh, life of a business owner. I was yeah, I was expressing like why I was stressed, but just as a comment, I wasn't nagging or anything. I wasn't like rambling. I was just like, <laughs> why did this today? And I had to do that, I had to organize, and you're like, You sound like a business owner. Yeah. Straight to it. That's really you're just sounding just like any other business owner. So yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I, and I I mean and, and speaking of that, I really wanted to get to Damon because we're look I'm looking at this model behind him. This is the model of his uh, city project, right? Yeah. Well, this, this is the this first is, sketch. This is the first this, sketch. Yeah. This so. is one of the one of the rough, first rough draft designs. I want. Right. I, I just want to know how the project's going. You know. <laughs> um, project's going. I mean, I got a lot of balls in the air, so there's constantly just something. I'm basically just juggling it all. I'm starting to get my rhythm though. So we're not doing uh better but i'm starting to get used to the workflow so um right now we are airing for final design still and i've had some setbacks during that so the engineer has redesigned the structure so we had to go back on that um they've also um rejected some of the materials i'm using so i had to go back oh, wow. and start over with that but well, is there a lot of, a lot of stuff that board. they rejected or is it just going to be a few things that you're going to have to redo no it's just it's really just the paint so the grade of paint the i was paint. using that i thought was going to be uh durable enough according to the conservators review is not going to be durable enough so um for That's those not going to do that know, 20 year right right they yeah so those who don't know um the minimum of any city installation or art and public places project has to have a durability rating of 20 years, which is a long time <laughs> for you to yeah. get a company to commit <laughs> to their product being stable and it's uh, pretty much the lifetime of it's pretty much the lifetime of the struct, right? Right. Yeah. That that's pretty much well, what you're saying. I think that don't you think that's crazy? Because what don't they end up like repainting it in some time or removing it? Something always changed. Have you ever seen something that's been there for 20 years? 
years, Some like mural wise. Behind, Pop, hmm. like the the areas that become popular, they just kind of migrate and then they come back in circle. And like, oh, this is cheap again. Let's come start building again. I just feel like they're just real quick to always like cover up art or like revamp something and change it. And in 20 years, you think that they're, I just feel like that's a huge amount of time. For yeah, so we were just discussing. <laughs> well, just, if, if your art's loved enough, I'm pretty sure someone will want to keep it there for 20 years. Yeah, well, I was just talking at, through it and <laughs> so I was discussing whether or not we were going to put a, I'm going to have to put some sort of retouch clause in it. This is Texas, so there is not a paint made that is going to last 20 years outside in the texas sun that just that, that, that material doesn't yeah that's what right. i was You're saying like to. no matter yeah. what it's going to be something that's going because it's just texas weather it's hot as hell and then they yeah, end and up the direct sunlight they end up i see you see I, there ain't been nothing in austin that i've seen that's been here for 20 years that yeah. hasn't been like they haven't redone or repainted or something in my what about texas sun that, turns that, all that color white about you know how they have that um colored steel you know how you can get that steel that's already colored yeah. and poss- possibly like sand it down, shine it up. And that way the st- it's in the steel. That way, you know, it'll only have like rust, you know, that was like minimizing it a little bit. Yeah. Well, the concrete, the actual color they're talking about will be on the concrete. So the steel is going to be, the steel is going to be fine because the steel is going to have oh. auto finish. Would, so that's not the issue. It's the issue of the paint that's going to be on the concrete. On would the you concrete. be able to mix uh, the color uh, in the concrete so the concrete is that color itself? Right. So that's what we're doing with the original with the base color so the actual color of the concrete wouldn't it would not be gray like this it's going to have a goldish sort of ochre tone to it but the images the images that are going to be on the outside because to see like i don't know it, it won't yeah, be these be images painting. but you see how these little reliefs are in the back yeah why, would, why, would you, why wouldn't you use like maybe like how they have that uh chrome finish that you could put on top of paint and then you could spray it down with like a enamel or something that's what, I, that's what I pitched them. I told them I was going to use enamel base, and they're like, mm, "No, they won't last." Okay. What? Close. Okay. Like they're like it's ten years maybe, and I'm like, mm, ten years pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> are those are those intentions in the mold? Yeah. Okay. Why not? When I do resin, sometimes you have to paint the mold so that it only does a front. Why not mm. do something like that? Find whatever color to those details in the mold itself, and then when you pull the concrete. It attaches to the concrete. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, I just I can't tell you why that's difficult, but it's difficult. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, because, because it's what, not in your hands. Is it because it's in someone else's hands? Well, it's or that, the and you don't you won't know porous. you don't know the yeah. the finished product until it's done, right? So once it comes out, then you're still probably gonna have to touch it up because concrete is like it doesn't it doesn't tear away like smoothly. Oh, mm. also also okay, that makes sense. to that point, it has to be greased. The, the, the mold has to be greased in order for it to tear away smoothly. So it'll be hard to add a pigment to that. And okay. then, because mm. it, it wants to grab, like it's, 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 mm-hmm. uh, it's wet. So, it, and, and usually you're forming it inside of wood, which is porous. So it, it wants to like attach to that. So it's hard. It's hard to get like, it, we'll, to get it we'll off if you don't treat way. it properly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've already found another paint. Today. Yeah, I've already found another paint. Yeah, <laughs> I got another one um, that should last the 20 years. I just had to dig deeper, and now I got to go back and do the process all over with, over again, basically. We need the material safety data sheet. Yeah, they're going to want all that back over again. I gave them all that. We need that 20-year guarantee on a lifetime product. So, Rust-Oleum. Material safety data sheet. Rust-Oleum. Hey, we blasted on the podcast, Rustolium. Yeah. 
You lose. You are Hold you up. are bottom tier. Rustolium, that is that is uh, Tyson Davis. That does not reflect <laughs> yeah. the uh, thoughts and opinions <laughs> of everybody yeah. on ATX on his social. Because I'm still looking to get that endorsement. So. <laughs> I still, no. I still hey, rock with y'all. Be <laughs> they know they be throwing everybody under the bus. <laughs> I still rock hey, with they y'all. They're gonna have to convince me. Sponsor this podcast. They're gonna have to Damon, me. please reach listen, out. Listen, Damon, we're we're a team, bro. Like I know. <laughs> team. Lola, Lola, yes. how's the women's uh, magazine edition? How is that coming? I mean, I still have to do like, well, since I had the whole hack thing happen, I had to like uh, put a lot of stuff, like a freeze on a bunch of stuff. So like I'm in the process of kind of like getting all that stuff worked out right now so I can reopen certain aspects of my store and things like that. Like I have a couple of orders that I had beforehand that I'm going to go ahead and fulfill. But right now I'm kind of just like putting a hold on things so I need to get that done and then I have to work on the promo for the Halloween but I need to photograph and put all of my Halloween stuff on my website and I haven't done any of that I haven't even finished making it and some of the fabric that I was supposed to get there's been a delay and then it's like I'm moving so if there's a delay it's going to be sending it to this address instead of the new one because it's already in process so it's like I have to wait on that as well. So like, my life and the mail is you USPS get y'all shit together, man, because the mail has been crazy. It's like stuff. Is oh, not they, where you it know, needs you know, you know. I have the, uh, for my orders. I have the porch pickup, right? They have like just said, okay, you have this order in. We're gonna go ahead and say that's complete. But when you walk outside, your orders are still gonna be out there. Psych. They're just like psych. Got you. <laughs> Thoughts and opinions expressed on this show are not the thoughts and opinions. Listen, I just spoke some facts. That is fact. Those are facts. If they don't want that shit, me to talk about that shit, stop doing it. Stop doing it then. USPS. Yeah, get these deliveries on time. Yeah. And then I'm like my customers. And they're looking at me crazy like, I own USPS. And I'm like, listen, I don't, that's where I'm like, I'm Girl, not you got so upset, your glasses got crooked. Like, the USPS, like, make me so mad. Because then, like, whenever I do it, after it, I do it, my, um, I have no control. Like, I have no control. So then my customers are hitting me up. And they're like, oh, well, what happened? What's this? And what's this? It says that you, you shipped it out or whatever. And they're waiting to receive it. I'm like, ah. I can't do anything. Like, I can't, I could talk to them, but they, pretty much how it goes whenever you send something out, they're like, okay, it's tracking to that person, to that address. It's not nothing to do with your address anymore. Like, you know what I mean? It's no longer associated with you. Once you do the shipping label and you put it out and you put the request and they put the request as complete, it's no longer in my hands anymore. Like, I can So it's the customers? The customers still has that live tracking and they can figure out Yeah, so like, whenever I send the, the package, I send them a tracking number to their email. So if they don't go and look at that tracking number, they immediately start hitting me up. And then they're saying stuff to me. And I'm like, listen, I sent you a tracking number. You have to look at that tracking number because it's your personal mail now. That's okay. It it's like, yeah. your personal and then, mail. And you know, so that just means, again, USPS, get your shit together. Um, that's me. Yeah. That's coming from Tyson Davis. I, uh, <laughs> I, will, I, I, will, I will stop using y'all's asses. I, I swear I will go straight. No, you're not, because they're the chief. 
They know y'all co defenders. They know. That's what you get when you go cheat. That's what you get when you go cheat. Luckily, I haven't had any of those experiences. Like, okay. I see them as well, and that has not been my experience. And the lady at my post. Oh, y'all talk about me. Look who just threw y'all under the bus. Martha was like, that's because Martha. That's because Martha. That's because Martha lives in the, the B-Cave. She out there in the B-Cave, so oh, that's, that's the reason why. <laughs> you know it's all Trump's fault anyway. Y'all know Trump had everything I, to do with that, right? One day, maybe. Trump has been defunded hey, the post office. Oh, we're not yeah. doing We're not doing We definitely know that. Oh, we're not going to get too political. We're going we to get off. We're going to give Trump a pass on this? Yeah, we, I, 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 not on the podcast. I don't okay. even want to say it. Not in front you said right. his name one too many times already. So I mean, moving on. Martha, I'm gonna cut that now. short right now because this is not his broadcast. This is not the Mister Whatever Number I President. All right, Martha, Martha Diaz, Martha Diaz. My How's it been God. going in your world with the life of family and doing these logos and ATX and social being creative with us? How's it been going? It goes the way that depending on the outlook of my life. <laughs> Some days I'm like, damn, I am one of the luckiest people ever. And then some days I'm just like, I need a moment. <laughs> you're just like so, looking at shit and you're just all like, <laughs> but, but see, this is where she flips on us is the background. The background in, she's in the tropics, she's in the beach, the wind is blowing, the, the you see the, the, the trees the are just shaking, the waves, like, come on, man. You know, life is not always pretty. We know that. <laughs> it, I, I definitely believe in depending on your outlook. And if you've eaten well that day, definitely takes a toll. I have a tendency to not eat at my proper times. I'm a snacker. I love little snacks, chips, you know. She so ain't it, never lied about anything else in her life but that. <laughs> <laughs> she snacks all day. Like, I'm like, I know I come to her house, I'm like, let me bring a bag of snacks because I know Martha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you take chip, you take Martha to Outback and she order an appetizer or something, you know, like, yes, <laughs> you want the I steak. Yeah. I want the appetizer. I want the steak. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get a blooming onion in them Southwest egg rolls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and some rent. Man, were y'all employees? Some... Were y'all employees? <laughs> y'all know the Hey, man, there's something wrong with you and you don't fuck with them Southwest egg rolls. I haven't been. What's wrong with you? I haven't heard <laughs> in there. That's a you. And them Kooka Barrel wings. So Outback, Kooka hey, we endorse you. I I stand by Outback. You know, well, I'm going to have to taste that. I've never actually eaten there. And that blooming, that blooming onion oh, the blooming? and the Kooka Barrel wings. In the state. Kooka Barrel. You sound like a slave. Kooka Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you said I sound like a slave. Hey, well, since we've been on ourselves for 400 years, man, we might as well go ahead and get it to our featured artist of the day. Sylvie. Sylvie with Sylvie Art Studio. Yo, y'all, uh, ATX started social team. Can y'all help me give Sylvie a warm welcome? Y'all help me introduce her. Hey, Sylvie, what's going on? Hey. Sylvie. Hi. Right. All right, all right. Now take it easy. Oh now she's my. she's a little shy. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm out the gate with it. I'm out the gate with it. I told you I was gonna be. <laughs> I had to get away from the 400. 
400 years of slave comment that Lola just made about me, so I had to move on. Man, and you because we really want to know everything about you and all of your art. I want to know, like, oh, uh, I want to, I, I know it's not right to ask a, a woman how old she is, so don't answer that question, but just tell me where you're from and, like, how... You, you can ask her how old she feels. Get here. Uh, well, no. That's even worse. I feel oh. like 55. Oh, oh, no. Wow. I mean, knowledge. Wisdom. 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 As soon as you hit 30, you get out the bed and you're like, oh. Okay, we're going to leave the age out of it. We're going to ask you, where are you from? Where? Oh, how, how did you get, are you from, are you an Austinite? If not, how did you get here? Okay, well, I'm from Colombia. Yay! Yay! Uh, from... <laughs> oh my God, that's totally Colombiano, so different. Colombiano. She's like, that's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yana, we need to get our map. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Take it from me, Colombian exports are the best. I love products out of Colombia. Yeah, I bet you do. Like coffee. <laughs> oh, she is The coffee, the coffee, guys. Oh. <laughs> I'm from oh, a tiny, like tiny her. island. You know That's funny. Marta, Marta reminds me of my home because I, I am from a very tiny island, like a paradise. Like uh, it has a one single big mount, a mountain in right of, on the center of the island. And from the top, you can count seven different colors in the ocean. Like they're totally wow. separated. It's gorgeous. It's called San Andres, San Andres Island. It's oh, really, have to look really that gorgeous. Up. When yeah, did you yeah. get to Austin? So, so it's funny. It's funny because um, on that island, the, the natives over there, they are uh, the most dark uh, people you can find in Colombia they're like super black and I am I'm white so well not super white but but whenever I said in Colombia that I am from San Andres nobody believes me because my parents <laughs> are not from the island my mom's just crazy about the water the sea so they move over there and the funny thing is that they don't speak Spanish I mean it's their second language they speak a mix between Spanish English and French so mm. um, maybe that's from you know my mom's womb that's what I got the English because so I'm your first mom's language is Spanish so your mom's French and she moved no 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 no, no 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 I mean no. the native San Andreas. Oh, okay. Oh, to be a friend there. Yeah. Yeah. They, the they're, oh, they're, okay, okay. The first, the first language is English, like totally different from the rest of Colombia, which is Spanish. The French have so. sailed through all of that too. The French like to go and leave their fingerprints on different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Telling them, I'm like, sometimes just by the last name or color of your skin, you can kind of tell the history, lineage. Like, yeah, her family definitely <laughs> had something so how, happening to her. <laughs> How big is the island? Like, is it a lot of people? Is it like a big city? Is it like really just like a couple hundred no, thousand people? No, it's small. Or? Like you can go around the island in less than an hour. Damn. Like less than that. It's like really tiny. And yeah, it's gorgeous. It's actually closer to Nicaragua than to Colombia. So it's been a dispute for the longest oh. time. Yeah. 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 I like, who, who can, I ask, can I ask you a question about Colombia? Because, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I love to see like the old school cars, like the 60s, 70s cars that they drive. Are, are those cars like still prominent, like in the streets in Colombia? No, no, really. No, they, so only like the collectors. Yeah. I have a rich uncle that owns like over 10 classic cars though. I have no rich people that don't I am worry. close to. I don't know any rich people. This is the closest I've been to rich to money. <laughs> it's your uncle. Whenever the there is a relative with money, it is never your father. So I know it's an uncle that I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'm a very close friend to Sylvie's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we told me to hit you. <laughs> I didn't even get money to Sylvie when I saw you. Listen, Sylvie told me to hit you up. You got 10 right. cars. I need a ride. I'm in America. <laughs> I've known her for 10 minutes. We're best friends. <laughs> I already know the family history and everything. (laughs) So I was looking into your art and stuff, and you did this painting of the Joker. You actually made me go and watch the movie. I watched the movie like two days ago because I was like, oh, man, I haven't seen this movie yet. Yeah, I saw that dope-ass shit. Like, I saw it when you put your front up there. But... Uh, I was just like, okay, let me let me watch this movie because I have not seen this movie. And every single time I was pulling up the photo, even when I was talking to the team and stuff, everybody thought that that was your hand painting it. And I had to keep telling everybody, I was like, no, that's a painting of a hand. <laughs> oh, I never like, heard that. Yeah, like, so I was, every single person, like, even including my husband and everything, I was just like, yeah, uh, nope, that is not a hand. I watched the video, so I'm aware that it's not. <laughs> I see. Yeah, it's a very realistic painting. Yeah, yeah. Like what made, yeah, what made you? What made you paint him in particular? Um, out of everybody, in such a romantic well, way too. Like not romantic, but very like calming and very emotional. Like emotional. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, right. When, it's funny because I wanted to see that movie so bad, and when we when we got to the movie theater, the movie had started. So when I entered the the, the movie theater, um, on the room, that was exactly the scene that I was that it was playing at that moment it was the first one that I saw I was like oh it, I don't know it touched me oh, so much very to late see to him. the movie yeah <laughs> no that's at the beginning that's at the very it's at the beginning where he's painting his face at the very beginning fa- exactly oh for the clown picture okay yeah yeah and, yeah and it's just like I felt it's gonna sound a little weird but it, it reminds me sometimes when I apply my makeup like it, I don't know it touched some fibers like sometimes I need to hide myself you know behind makeup I don't, know, I don't know my imperfections and then the way he like his look his look just I mean his acting the way he acted that scene it was so touching to me because he was it was like real sad. like yeah, I was feel like really he, sad. He, he, like the whole time like he was putting on the makeup he just seemed sad and then yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. this disorder where he spontaneously laughs um, so it's like it's confusing because you see that in his face that he looks like horrified but then he's like laughing like he's doing a sinister laugh the whole time it's just like oh jesus i was like this is creepy as hell (laughs) so i have a I have a question just really quick. So yeah. are you a comic book fan or did you just go out and like see the movie? No, you I follow just like see Batman the movie. and all that. Okay. No, not really, not really. Not really. That's not like um so such a big thing where in the city I grew up into, like I grew I grew up in the on the coast, like just like people, you know, just went to the beach. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> It's not like oh, we no, don't watch TV and movies and stuff. We were on a beach. <laughs> we're getting tanned. Sylvie, Sylvie, can I ask you a question? Are you, are you creating with, um, are, is, is your favorite way, what's your favorite way to create? Because I know there are a lot of multidisciplinary artists, uh, but what are you using? Like in that Joker piece, are you using oil? Are you using acrylic? Because uh, there's a debate out there in this art world, oil versus acrylic. So I want to know which side you're on. Well, 
all you can see over here in, the, in my back, it's a big plate of oils that I got. I got a big collection uh, of oils. Oil gang in the no, building. No, no, no. <laughs> oil gang. It depends. It depends. It depends. Oh, Hold on. Uh, For portraits on canvases, I prefer oil because I can play way more with it, right? But I am a muralist as well. And for murals, obviously, it, acrylic is my way to go. So I love both. And uh, it, it depends, depends on, on what project. I'm doing. Yeah, it depends to on do the project. It. I'll awesome. take that half endorsement. I'll take that half I started, endorsement. When I started painting, I started with oils, not acrylic or even pencils, nothing. I started directly with oils. That was such a, I, I don't know, maybe crazy way to start because I missed some, so much base you know, the basic right. uh, technique part, part, but but it made me fall in love with, with the color, the vibrances of the colors. The so oil made you, what's the advantages of oil? I'm, I'm sorry, Lola, what's the advantages of oil? Because I know there are some advantages with acrylic because of the dry fast time and all of that, but what are some of the advantages of oil paint? Well, the, the first advantage to me is exactly the delay of the dryness because it, it allows you to blend more, to uh, play more with, with the colors and it's a myth that it takes so long to dry i have products that it fastens the the process of drying it, it, so if it normally would take let's say six days six days this will help you to take only like maybe three or two so it will fasten it really really good that's worse than I can you name drop yeah. some of those products can you name drop some of the products yeah that of course to? uh uh let me grab it real quick because i forgot the name and this is not gonna be good damon i'm uh, saying it this time it's, it's, not <laughs> it's called oh, liquid that's what my husband, yeah that's what my husband yeah. uses that's what, what is that called use. liquid by winter and newton mm -hmm. move back a little bit and by, but also you know what these oils they are winter and newton too and they are water uh, uh how do you mix soluble. Well, uh, yeah, soluble. so so they dry like in two three days like really fast so they can you can play with them and and they still they dry fast and you wash your brushes with water and you can see now the paint with water so you don't so use linseed oil or nothing any of that. yeah not water just water mm -hmm. to and soap out. to wash your brushes so that's, those, that's my, like my, I, I kinda, so those are slow drying acrylic i kind of want to ask you how yeah. you have that organized i oh, yeah. love seeing yeah. organized Faces. Yeah. I thought she was in a store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is she broadcasting the store? And you haven't seen my whole studio is really organized like by the brushes. I got them, I got them um like watercolors, acrylic, oil. Are these all pencils, things you collected pens. over time or have you ever been sponsored? No, I did that myself. Like those are pickle jars, for example, that that I just painted <laughs> and organized everything. I did this like less than a month ago. I just like got tired of working on this organized space and I was like, okay, I'm gonna organize You're my speaking space my language is what mm -hmm. I tell everybody. Yeah. <laughs> this board, so much better. I know this board. I found it on the street, and I just pick it up like if I was a water person. <laughs> yeah, no, we definitely gotta hang out. That's I mean, I mean, that is the most organized. I mean, we've seen some nice studios on this show, but this is legit oh. like the most organized one I've seen. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Hey. Like I said, from the pictures <laughs> that you sent us, I thought you were like in a store or something. <laughs> 
sure. Yeah, no, no. I uh, I got three kids, so I gotta be organized. Otherwise, my life will be hell. See, I can start off like I'm never that organized, but I can. My studio will start off looking like that, and all it takes is one painting, <laughs> and it doesn't look like that anymore. So for you, <laughs> so you don't pick that like as you go, is what no. that sounds like. You just yeah. put it back. Just put it back. You're finished. That's why. You back. know what? I use a lot of magnet in my studio. So like, whenever I'm going, I just it's like I'm. I know I do a slight movement and it's going to magnetize and then it's, oh, it's put away. That's a great idea. Yeah. So like, you know how you have the knives and stuff and they have the strip for the knives for you to have yeah. magnets? Yeah. So I put those everywhere and you can get those oh, at awesome. the, you can get those at the regular store or I usually go to Ace Mart, the, the restaurant. It's like a restaurant. restaurant supply. Yeah. Restaurant supply. You can go there. And they all have it the cheapest because they have it where it's commercial. And then like you can buy at that cheap discount because usually restaurants and stuff go in there and buy in bulk. So they're able to uh, have their products a little bit cheaper. And then like people don't realize how much kitchen things to organize a kitchen cross over to a craft, like a craft room. So that's like what I do. Well, I, that's like, pretty I, much what I, I would like. A whole nother yeah. kitchen as a craft room. Yeah, because yeah, all that stuff can convert into like space that you could use to organize everything. And I see well, y'all know what such I a must need. Y'all know what, what I want? An yeah, office want... space and a studio. Oh, like, is that him? Not at my house. I'm talking about like, my... in a building. In a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about actually like a workspace and oh yeah, being uh, able to yeah. step away. Yeah, yeah. A, a small little gallery and stuff. Well, shit with four kids. <laughs> He's trying to get out the house. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even going to paint. I'm just gonna go over there. Yeah, it's not like, oh, I have commissions and Tyson just gone all damn day. He's just like he's just in the fucking studio just reflecting on his entire life. He's just like, I just need this mental break. I don't have nothing to do. I'm just in here chilling. So Sylvie, what's yeah. your art training like? So you got all this organized stuff and you got your obviously oozing talent, but where, where'd you where'd you pick any of this up? Like where'd it start? Uh, how did I start with art me? Yeah, like when did you discover well, you were an artist? Oh well, uh, it started when I was six years old. My mom, we're we come from a big family, I got six siblings, and I'm the last one. So by the time my mom had me, she was already tired of having kids. <laughs> so, she, so she didn't put that much time into, you know, uh, being with me because she was always in the kitchen, I remember. And so she painted a whole wall with uh, chalkboard paint, a green one, and okay. she just gave me chalk. And I started there like drawing big. So that was an amazing idea. And and I started like drawing like, idea. yeah. Um, get rid of me, yeah. And to art. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm yeah, sorry, that my kids only last like two seconds. Like it takes longer for me to prepare the area than <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah, exactly. And then they're right back in your face, and they're like, "Hey, you remember that stuff? I want you to do it with me though." <laughs> no, yeah. no, that's exactly. That's exactly why I know that it was how I I began because uh, I was so drawn to it that I that I will stay there for a long, long time. And so I just joke around with that until the age of 12 that they got me like on a art institute. And we started right away with oil, that the thing instead of like 
drawing or you know those kind of techniques which was Wait, weird you went to but the, at 12 and 12 yes but the weird thing is that i only went to one class because um something really bad happened in my family and i couldn't go back so my mom i kept the supplies and she would just give me images like religious images like angels or um jesus that praying. Like, and that sounds like a hispanic mom for sure yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> she was like okay paint this paint that paint this and i would like she would say with so much confidence like she knew that i could do it so i just started doing it by myself just by observation and i did that just for a couple of years until you know i got a boyfriend i forgot about it and then um oh yeah I just started, yeah, yeah, Distractions. Distractions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad influences. <laughs> so, but then I, I went, I tried, oh my God, that's going to sound terrible. I tried four different careers. And, and and so far, you are not the only one. Several people on here, you are not the only one. Yeah, but I didn't, uh, I mean, I dropped uh, because I wasn't, I didn't feel like a connection though, because I wasn't good at it, because I'm very competitive with myself or to my Myself. So I was a very good student, but if I don't feel it, then I just don't put my, my time or energy on it. So I was working at the same time and I was making good money, but I wasn't happy. I was like, I don't feel like I want to do this. What makes what me happy? What were you doing was, though? Let me those, let's get in those four oh, careers. Were you, what did, oh, what did you try? Careers. Well, the first one was um, uh, hotels and tourism management. The second was uh, accounting and um, administration, you know, um, business management again. And the, the other one was uh, nursery <laughs> to be to be a nurse you know nursing oh uh, nursing okay yeah nursing um the other one was uh i tried architecture and i also try uh like body and uh and face uh, aesthetics or yeah like uh yeah like to put little, makeup yeah. tech or something more than making it like treatments for the skin and things like yeah, that yeah like yeah. Uh, exactly yeah i don't know the names in english now um so one day literally woke up i one day i was like i'm not happy i'm not happy what makes me happy and then it got it came to me i was like i'm super happy always when i paint and i hadn't painted in years because i was already like 23 so i started googling i, I have moved to a new city because i have Wait, moved time around. so you said that you had all those jobs before <laughs> you were 23. Was, 23. This is a fascinating story. I'm fascinated oh, right oh now. Oh my God. Like, I, I am riveted I, by this story. I graduated from high school when I was 15 years old. That's why. 15 years old. Wow. So, that is a hell of an island you come from, man. She really is competitive. <laughs> yeah, very competitive. <laughs> I'll be so, actually going to ask you, I'm like, what did you get in trouble in school for? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, thinking the four jobs are going to be like, trouble. I work <laughs> at Walmart. <laughs> No, I had a job. I I I, I used like to I be doctor, the connector. You know, I used to be the connector a person between a seller and a buyer, and so I would get commissions from whatever products that I didn't have, but I connected two of them, and I would make, I would make good money actually. And because it was speaking, it was in English, you know, on the phones and emails, and, and in Colombia by that time English nobody's. I mean, not not that nobody, but not everybody. It's not that common that people speak. English, you know. So um, I was making good money. Can I, but can I, I wasn't, ask you a question? I wasn't can I, yes, can I, yes. Can I ask Stop you a question? Stop saying so, if you ask me a question, just ask it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is an interview show. I'm just saying. <laughs> interview show. <laughs> wow. Just chill, hey, I just like chill. That. No. Got some okay. spice in here. My question is this. 
my question is this because I know like like Martha said we all are well rounded like we all have done a lot of things before we took up art and you know started taking art seriously like in what ways have you been able to transfer your art into financial gain do you do art full time and and if so like how how have you been able to transition from leaving those jobs those high paying jobs alone to be able to do oh, art well, full time no 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 but no but that time when I was uh, when I wasn't that happy uh, I decided to go to, to 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 college like to get education I said I need to go back to school I need to get a degree again and and that's when he hit me I was like okay I need to go back to art so I got on the internet and I was like I saw uh, some openings for uh, for art some um, classes and but I had to take a test so I paid my inscription and like a week later I took the test and when I got there before I took the test I got there and I realized was it the test that where you it was, draw the turtle no man it was a hundred <laughs> questions fifty questions that's, on that's what on, old school is right there oh man no listen <laughs> this test it was fifty questions on reading comprehension and fifty questions of math okay. so it's the same test if you want to be a doctor than if you want to be an artist because it's, it's one of the best is it in that place almost it was it wasn't no it was it is one of the most important universities in Colombia and I had no idea when I got there I was like shit this is big I'm not prepared for am I prepared for this <laughs> I called my mom and she was like go to go study go study I was like this test is gonna start in 10 minutes what are you talking about <laughs> so I got there it doesn't matter if you're reading or if you have money or whatever, if you don't pass that test, you just can't get in the college. You cannot, you know, take classes. So for my career, that's scary. For my career, over 1,200 people, or 1,200, yeah, like 1,000, over 200 people took that test mm-hmm. and they were only picking like 38 people. 38, 38 spots. So I took the test and like, Three weeks later, I got that email that I got in fourth place. I couldn't believe it. Wow. So, yeah. She's like, so, yeah, I graduated high school, but I couldn't believe it. I was like, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated high school when I was 15 years old in the University right? College. <laughs> Top four performance. <laughs> <laughs> Then I beat out 1,200 people for like 35. It wasn't was easy. I was bullied, all right? Yeah. I, was I had to lock myself in the bathroom to read. That's how bullied I was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yes. want to read that out. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, it's all right. That's part <laughs> of your story. It's part of what makes you. It's part right, of yeah. what oh, you sure. to It's a part of what's driving your creative passion. And the reason why we created this podcast is because the people who necessarily buy your art will make necessarily every these stories so it kind of connects your audience and our audience with the creator you know now we see a little bit deeper now we see why you take your time on your paintings and what kind of energy that you're putting into these creations. Yeah, yeah. So when I started there, everybody was like, okay, this girl is in the wrong career because I had my fingernails painted, I had long (laughs) eyelashes, I was blonde, everybody had like tattoos, piercings, ripped clothes, um, you know. Yeah, you're in there with the art crowd. Making a collection to buy a a cup of coffee and I I was driving my own car and I had my own business and I was like, (laughs) and there was like, girl, you're not supposed to be here. I was like, damn, I cannot be bullied again because of my looks or whatever so I the first class I remember in drawing class they were making fun of you know talking about me on my back so because of my look because I was too maybe too fancy for them that that right. the way I am right so when they saw me I drawing and I was they were like oh okay she can draw and they never say anything again and I was like oh I can draw oh nice <laughs> I, never I had no idea either I had no idea because I missed all that part the drawing part so I I fell in love with my university with college because it, I mean 
it's another world. It's another world. And I smelled like the smell of, of weed all day, but oh my God, it's like yeah. it was part of college. That's our school. Yeah, exactly. That's our school. That's our school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I wasn't into that world. I don't want to get into the chili tail, but, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So um, they do say you got to experience college at least oh once in your God. life. Yeah. Oh, girl, yeah, I, I had to college experience. I was in there experiencing <laughs> college to the full college experience. So you don't be shy. We <laughs> all had our time. No, right. but you know what? The funny part is that I couldn't finish. I couldn't finish either that career. I went there for four years and I didn't pass over like, I don't know, maybe fifth semester because it's a public uh, university. So we had strike and we had politics involved and we they were cancel our semesters and, and it was hell. And I was living like over an hour far away from my university. So it would be over what two hours. What year was this? I remember this. What year was this? This was like 2008, 2007? 2011. This was starting in 2011. Yeah. I remember so, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would they put bombs in my university and I already had two kids and I, and I had like two jobs and I was I was so exhausted and I was like <sighs> and over there to be honest with you the things that they would teach us the most was how to be a, a, a you know pedagogy like to be a teacher uh, in arts also we had like four hours of each we'll see four uh, eight hours a, a week eight hours of drawing eight hours of painting eight hours of culture sculpting, uh, uh, photo, uh, photograph, uh, so many different subjects. It was so much, but they would not teach us how to draw. They would not teach us how to paint. They would say, okay, if you want to be a painter, just paint, paint, paint. And then I got to a point where I was like, I'm spending way too much money, too much time, risking my life sometimes. I got two kids. I got three jobs because I was also a teacher at the same time. I dropped that, the other job and I became an, an English teacher over there. Um, so I was so tired. I, so I and then I had to move because of my parents. I was like, I'm sorry, but I gotta drop college and I couldn't finish. Choices. Yeah, yeah. And I, but I never stopped my with my art because I just started uh, looking for uh, documentaries, um, um, articles, tutorials, um, things like so that. So were to you learn on, to were you selling art at this time? Are you when, when did you start selling no. art? Like when no, did I started, art become like profitable for you? It is. I started started like um 2014 13 that I started with murals. A friend would say, "Hey, can you do a mural for me?" And then I would just there anything that anybody asked me, I would say yes. And then I'll figure out how to do it. Yeah. I never yeah, say no to Yeah, that's the best way. That's the best way. That's yeah. the best way. <laughs> yeah. I never say no to anything. Yo, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I'll do it do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am a daredevil my whole life. I love to just risk. It's not that I'm fearless because that's social path. That's to be a social path. But yeah, it's to dare. It's to dare. Even if you are, it's to, you know, have braveness and to be, to have the bravery and and just to dare to do it. Even if you're afraid to do it. That's how I roll. So So I have uh, have mm -hmm. a question. I didn't mean to interrupt, mm-hmm. but I have a question. There was a painting that you did. It's called The Absent Girl that had a really powerful message behind mm-hmm. it. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Um, how were you there when this happened? Um, no, that happened last year. Okay. 
no, no, I'm sorry. The, 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 it's, oh my God, it's, that was, I gotta say that this is one of the most biggest coincidences that I have experienced because uh, just putting everybody in, um, in contest, in contest, how do you say context? Like, context, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 context. Um, the absent girl, I did it last year, but the situation that happened with the indigenous girl happened this year. So it was like a premonition. It was like I, mm. I have done it in advance because um, there are exactly the same amount of leaves pointing at her. They are pointy like fingers, like touching her. She was raped. She encountered seven men, but only six of them, I'm saying only, but six of them uh, raped rape her. And one of them was keeping guard. He was in the back. And there is one leaf that is not touching her. It's in the back. Oh, wow. And I, I know. So seven, six leaves are touching her. Take six different ones because they are defined by six different colors. And there's one that is blurry, but it's in the back. And mm -hmm. I made it, the whole jungle colorful, and I made it in black and white. So when this happened, I was like, I did an indigenous girl. So I looked at it. And guess what? She's from the same tribe. We got so many different tribes, indigenous tribes in Colombia, and they are the real girl that I based my painting. It was from the same tribe, which is the Embera, Embera tribe. So they were connected somehow, and they were pretty much about the same age. So they're they're two different girls. Wow. Mm -hmm. wow. So that was crazy. That was very crazy. I'm touched. So what inspired you to do this painting in the first place? Um, I have a friend. She's a photographer, and um, and she took that picture. That girl was a. Uh, it's a. She was a beggar with her family they were uh, begging for money on the streets of one of our main cities and she got i used to i tell her that she has a like magical eye to see things that people most people ignore so she took this picture when i saw that picture i fell in love with it with the fears of her her strong look on her eyes the expression because that's that's the reason i paint uh, portrait there's a human emotion that's how I want I want to capture so it's not just like someone smiling but like deep emotion uh, because we can talk about that And then I had a friend that um, so he called me and he said, hey, we got um, an exposition. There is going to be an exposition for uh, war victims. And he came to me and was like, oh, I want to do her as a, as a war victim because she is a war victim. That's the, that's the reason she's in the city is begging for money because they were taken out of the jungle so they can uh, use the jungles and get uh, profits out of the, you know, the soils and things like that. So it, I connected those two dots and that's what I did it. That's what I did it uh, in, in, in black and white or gray scale. Yeah, you made the fade. The, mm -hmm. the, her actually is in a gray scale yeah. and everything around her is in color. The leaves pointing yeah, out. Yeah, so mm -hmm. the first version of it was in acrylic. And I think it was my first portrait in acrylic, which is, it was a little hard for me. It was a challenge. And, but I had to do it in acrylic because I was traveling to Colombia soon in order to take the painting to be exposed and then to be sold. It was sold after that. Um, so when I came here, I missed that painting so much. I missed it so much. I wanted it for myself. I regretted selling it. So I decided to make uh, um, a, a digital version. And it's a little different, though. It's a little different. That's when I made exactly the seven leaves. In the digital version is when I made it related to the other girl. To it. Oh. Mm, okay, I see. I see. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I was looking at training it. with like classical, like the traditional style brush and stuff. So did the digital um, experience come along through school? Or is that something you picked up later on? Oh my God, the digital is thing I, I started doing uh, over like a year ago. And I have no uh, academic, like a professional background on it. I just one day saw someone um, drawing on a, on, a, on a story on, on Instagram. I was like, hey, what, are you, what pro- program are you using? And he said, I'm using Procreate. And I said to my husband, I know what I want for, birth- for my birthday. And the same thing. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I want the biggest and the, and the most capacity iPad that they have on the market. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Patreon. <laughs> I can't be blasting. I can't lie. I had all these kids. <laughs> hey, but honestly, though, you know what? That that that's an investment. You know, it you is. Look at it. It's mm-hmm. a present. Yeah, it's a gift. Mm-hmm. But it's an investment, man. Completely. And I like and how she right in. I, she I, was I, like, "Oh, they don't give me the little one that I can just kind of practice on first. No, no. Biggest, give me the. I need the biggest, the best ASAP capacity. Yeah, she <laughs> needs. No, no, no. Like uh, over a month ago, I made a thousand dollars doing an illustration for a company laying on my bed. How's that for, for you know? Why not, right? Yeah. So, it's, it's, how it's, many hours? Like, do you time yourself by how long it takes you to create a project? The program, the program times and records automatically everything. Yeah. Okay. So do you keep I up know. with it is what I'm asking. Like, do you yes. yourself keep up with it yeah. and be able to time your day to day based on Have that? Have you seen her organization? Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yo, I'm a little art rat. Art rat. She's kind of a rat. Paintbrushes, so, of course. So, right. so Art Studios is a is a brand, right? It's a living, breathing brand, right? Yes, yes. So, true. so people come to your visit your website and they commission you out all the time, right? Well, not to my website. Mostly through Instagram of people that have uh, so have done uh, have something done by me, and they other people refer. You know, like, hey, I want something mm-hmm. by you know from her too. So that's that's so cool. word of mouth. But word funny. of mouth. Yeah, that's. It's funny because when I came to the States, which wasn't longer than four years ago, I brought my laptop with all the pictures of the jobs of the works I have done and my my laptop just burned. I couldn't recover anything. So I had no proof whatsoever of anything anything ha- no. that to, you know to show so i try contacting some clients hey can you take pictures of this that i did for you and these crappy pictures and i couldn't not get you know <laughs> all bossing like oh, right. that's so bad that. that's that's so forget about it i just <laughs> pretend i have done nothing and i'll just start again so when my first commission over here was a couple from my husband's friend they had a, a little girl and they wanted a mural and she contacted me Oh, they, when they had the girl, um, I went to, you know, to, to, to meet the, the baby and I made a, a watercolor portrait of the baby, you know, as a gift. And months later, she contacted me and she she asked me if I could do a mural for her playroom. And and I was like, yeah, yeah, I do that for you. And <laughs> after I started, she confessed to me that her husband had told her, how do you know she's going to be able to do it? <laughs> <laughs> I had no proof of that I could do it. I, I had no pictures to show. I had 
no portfolio. So <laughs> yeah, so I, I did it. I did it each and every 24 hours. I still remember it was a whole room, four walls, with uh, uh, Dr. Seuss uh, theme that I designed and, and did it um, by myself. I fell from the stairs. I read from the ladder. I remember. And you fell from the ladder? Yeah, I remember. Oh, I, yeah. oh I had a huge <laughs> bruise on my on one oh. of my legs. My, oh, my I know, but it was fun. And then they they referred me to another person to another uh, for another baby's room and so on and then the church and things like that so, mm-hmm. so oh, is it man. is it murals that are i mean because i'm a muralist myself and i like you are yeah mm-hmm. I, well i mean it's not about me this is about you i want i, I, I <laughs> This is about you. This ain't about what I do. This is about what you do. So, so, uh, um, I, I know that we like, can schedule you, another day for you. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I like our spice. We want you to have your time. So right, right. No, this is all about you. I love you. So, yeah, we're gonna know, definitely gotta hang out. No, like, like when when you think about like being a full time artist, because there are a lot of artists out there, and even a lot of artists that follow the ATX artist social, all our artists social. ATX are social listeners. Now, some of them out there that are trying to make this a profession. They're trying mm-hmm. to figure out a way to turn their creations into financial gain, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, is it is it the murals or is it your canvas work that brings you uh, that financial gain? Well, since uh, over a year ago when I started, uh, less than a year ago, it, it, it has been the digital artwork that gives me the most uh, amount of profit. Yeah, because it's because, uh, the quickest turnover, right? Yeah. And, uh, yes, one thing, and it can be printed on anything. And second, because of the whole pandemic, uh, murals were pretty much stopped. So th- that's that's another reason because I I really enjoy murals. That's like my. Like I my mean, I've I've been telling every artist that's been coming on here, right? Because I'm moving, right? And I have to get into my new house. That I'm trying to get people to paint my house. Like my husband's an artist too, so I'm just like, awesome. I want every like there to be artwork, like within like artwork. a gallery. Yeah. yeah. And so I had asked Avery too, but my son, like, since you said to do kids' rooms, my son, he wants the whole Ghostbusters headquarters to be his room. And so me and my husband, we made him like a um, proton pack. And like, we made, like, we're gonna make him a ghost trap and like the, the container mm-hmm. that holds the ghost in. We're fabricating all of that stuff. And I don't wanna make this stuff look all badass and it's put on a white wall. <laughs> I I told him a couple of yeah yeah like last week I was like hey when you get because he's upset about us moving and I was like hey when you get your new room we're gonna turn it to Ghostbusters so now every day he's just all like when I'm gonna get my Ghostbuster room and when I'm gonna be a Ghostbuster we're Ghostbusters today and like we gotta get the ghost so I need someone to paint this because I can't. And my husband, he'll pretend like he's going to do it, but he's busy. <laughs> well, he's just busy. He's a busy person. So um, I would be down to hear how much, how much do you typically charge for commissions to do like a room, like a kid's room? <laughs> it actually depends on the complexity of the mural because it's not the same painting, something so basic like Dr. Seuss, which is pretty much uh, outlines and filling mm-hmm. those lines, well, like, those spaces. That's what I'm saying, like the... The, the headquarters is like painting a building on a wall. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like it. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The perspective and, and yeah, yeah. It's an old, yeah, it's it's an old fire station. Like the inside of the Ghostbusters place is the old fire station. This is going to be double for you if you keep saying, but it has this. And make a design for you. That's when the iPad comes very handy because I make a design that I can modify even actually in front of my, my client and, and just like go with sketching and then I just mm-hmm. drop some ideas. I work very fast on the iPad. So um, that helps me to give a more accurate price. But if it's something so simple and it's not such a big wall, it can go from 300, 500 and up. So, Perfect. Perfect. Listen, yeah, I, need people, I need people, yeah, I need people just paint my house because I'm like, I'm going to do some stuff and I want to do one, uh, like, I just want to have murals. Like, I feel like I just want to have like really nice murals in each room. Mm-hmm. There's like a different mural or something of the sort. Um, um, just because we're art lovers, like we have a yeah, exactly. Same here. Same in my house. It's, it's my studio. I painted my mural here in my living room. There is like a jungle on a wall with the leaves. I got it on my, on mm-hmm. my uh, Instagram. Uh, there is a jungle with leaves and birds, eight different birds, and, and I'm gonna have to there. go do video shoot over there, do the podcast yeah. in that jungle. <laughs> hey, this <laughs> is my new background, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all like you look. I was at the beach. Now I'm somewhere else. You made it. I just walked into the jungle. Gonna go with some coconuts. Welcome to the jungle. Right. Wait, yeah. that's not even the jungle. <laughs> So is the jungle like a reminder of like San Andreas or what? No, it's just dark background and lots of different this leaves and, and yes, that one, that one, that one. You gotta, yeah. It's gonna be oh, so yeah, how I'm do you trolling. manage everything with the family, right? So Maggie, we hear you got the three kids, right? So it seems like you have your own like studio space, but mm-hmm. as all of the parents here can attest to, kids don't have boundaries and you got everything like hella organized up in there. So how do you like manage Baby the three game. kids? in the art career and like all of that well um i got two big ones one is a 15 year old girl the other one is an 11 year old boy and the baby which is 11 i mean three years old um he i got him involved when i was doing all of this because if i keep him away from it then he's gonna be so oh the mysterious place that mommy doesn't let me touch so he he hangs out here with me when i'm working here on my or they'll go in there they'll tear up your shit if you don't let yeah yeah he doesn't he doesn't try to get anything yeah, also, he tried more when it was disorganized. Actually, he tried more. So when it comes to organizing my time with them, I also have a, a board on the kitchen with a menu that I program every Sunday. So I save a lot of time in not thinking what I'm gonna cook because I I'm also a cook. So I, I cook uh, all my meals are homemade. So <laughs> I I go to the, to the grocery <laughs> store. Are <laughs> <laughs> you, you you meal prep? You meal yeah, prep? Yeah, yeah, I meal. Yes, I. Oh. Not just I meal prep. I buy. I I prepare myself to buy exactly what I'm gonna spend according to my recipe. So if my recipes in total, I use five tomatoes. That's all I buy. So I don't have that kind of discipline. I wish. Like I've been to that point, but it's just it kind of like teeter totters on how things end up. So I just it, I give up. It saves me so much time and money that yeah. I I don't see another way of doing it. That's that's exactly what. When you see that benefit. When you see the benefits, then you'll stick to it. That's what I feel like is once you feel the, uh, like once you see how much benefit it is to your life, being mm-hmm. on a schedule and staying it's, on a budget and stuff, it entices you more to stay on it and do the extra stuff to do that. Like, think now, of the now I have a question. Order. 
does your spouse help you stay on track? Because I, I feel like that also has a lot to do with it is if you're both on board on staying on schedule and not just one person really trying and the other person just kind of no, it's just not coming for the fellas. No, yeah, I'm we so are. Cool. Yeah, she is. No, she is. It's fine. We talk to bachelors. No, no, no. You're taking it personal. You are literally taking it personal. I am. Because I I myself (laughs) am the one that takes art projects into the kitchen, and my husband's like, hey, pick up your art project. Ah, yeah, that sounds like my husband. Yeah, that sounds like my husband. That's what I, I, I mean, I don't show you what, what, what is behind you guys on the behind the camera because I got the washer, the dryer, the pantry. She's like the Yeah, she just. She just ruined the whole fantasy. I'm thinking it's just like nothing but easels back there, and it's all like. Oh my God, just kidding. I was like, there's a throwing table. There's there's a cotton machine over there. Three easels. <laughs> so it's it's super important. She's as bad as she's as bad as Martha over there. Martha make you think she's on a beach, but you look behind the beach. And Lola, she has Lola's not in well, she's in transition right now. She's a transient at the moment. Uh she's she's in transition right now. But Lola's workspace, her um heat press and her sewing machines and all of her fabrics and everything. I love the way she has her little session set up. So this is just my point. That means that every creative who is professional definitely needs a creative space. You need a you need a space to find yourself, find that feeling or whatever energy that is that you're trying to channel. You need a holy space almost. It's almost yes. religious, right? Yep. Yeah, I totally hear you because um when we moved to this house uh, i had my drawing table which is a gift from my my father-in-law his uh, very first uh, art uh, um he's an architect so his first drawing table i had it on the dining room which is the dining room dining room now and i didn't have dining room there i had it in the kitchen so it was like everybody was living on my disorganized studio so my studio was like in the middle of the house it was not like a some like i didn't feel secluded like my own space and then i moved it to my room and so i would just from the bed to the table to the table to the bed and I didn't have like a life you know it's like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sleeping in my studio so <laughs> it, it, it's not fun because I don't get creative right? right or I get sleepy if I just look at my bed so I that's when I okay I gotta yeah, find cool. yeah I gotta get, get out get a place so these I feel like whenever you space. have your whole like work space around you and you know that this space is dedicated for you to work I, it, it's like a whole other feeling like you're just like okay I'm solely in here to do some work <laughs> like there's yeah, no yeah, other yeah. reason that I'm in this room to create to work. Mm-hmm. yeah but love, yeah. you can get multiple things Procrastinate, but you're still getting work done because this is what you love to do. You're procrastinating on something you love, but it's still towards your end goal of yeah. getting work. <laughs> the best. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Especially when it's in the garage and you got temperatures rising. You're like, I need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not playing games. I put an AC <laughs> in my garage a long time ago. I was like, I can't be in here like this because this feels like some African shit. And last time I checked, I was in America and I need. <laughs> 
be acting as such. So I put it up like, oh, <laughs> <ain't seeing> here. <laughs> that was my first thought. Yeah, I was thinking about working on the garage, but then I was like, I had to pick everything before my husband gets with his Jeep inside. I was like, no, I'm not moving everything, you know, every day. So no, that, I, I right. put that idea away. Yep, yep. Yeah, I made my husband park outside, girl. And like, even with the murals. Oh, no. He loved that car. I, I, oh, I'm sorry. I can't say that it's a car. I, I, he loved that Jeep because he said, it's not a car. It's a Jeep. It's so, true. He loved I'm a Jeep guy. It's not a car. <laughs> <laughs> he loves that thing but most times he fucking loves me so he'll put me sleep outside the house if he has to yeah, yeah, I'm going to sleep in my jeep <laughs> yeah don't catch my jeep what is it sounds like, sound like the kind of guy I can hang out with yeah because my husband's oh, yeah. about jeeps he's like I want to he's like my next car I want to get a jeep and he's like all about these jeeps and I was like what the fuck is up with the jeep what's the well, up with why do I want to see Sylvie and her driving. husband I'm painting that jeep just to mess with <laughs> 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 I'd be a Maybe great prank. In that space. Real comfortable in that studio space. No, don't come. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're the divorce oh, papers. A wash off, yeah. a temper pay where it just washes off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Sylvie, you made an excellent point. Nobody feels the pain of a muralist, right? They they ask how much does it cost to do this, but they don't see the fact that you have to bring your tools, you have to Ooh. unload your tools, you have to prepare the canvas, and then you have to clean up every day. It might take you seven days yep. to two weeks to complete a piece. But every yep. day that you work, you have to load and unload and unload and load. Sounds like a market. That's, that's, yeah. when, <laughs> that's sure when digital painting comes very handy. I do it in, I can even do it in the bathroom. Come on. I mean, any, anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't need, I don't need to wash, to prepare paint. I don't need to wait for anything to dry, to dry. So I just, even laying Sign in my bed, out. I can do an artwork. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make you ever get so photos of the space and then do that in Procreate and go over it that way? Well, I don't photo manipulate, but it, when it comes to presenting an idea to a client and in order for it to be fast, yeah, I, I, I do that. Like, like for example, the mural I'm going to do for a church, I went over there, I brought my, my portfolio ideas, a portfolio with ideas that I have for them. And when I was there, I took a picture of the whole place. There are four, um, no, it was five walls. And then in front of them, I put my ideas on top really quick and like, okay, we can do this and this. Yeah. Do you do pieces that you would like to do in the future? Do you ever sketch up, man, I have a great idea. I, I eventually want to end up doing this. Hopefully somebody will hire me for it. Yeah, I do. Oof, I do. I, I'm, I'm, the only thing I need is walls. How do you I don't think I have showing, too many walls. How do you go about <laughs> presenting it to people? Like right now, let's say you have like five paintings. Do you post it on Instagram? Like, hey, I would love to do these if one of you wants it on your wall. No, no, I haven't done that. But that's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Martha said you're welcome. <laughs> are you? Are I'm you? Right I'm glad you got your pen out. Are you signed up on publicartist.org? Do you get, no. are you signed up on publicartist.org? Let me write that down too. What was that? Yes. Publicartist.org. Publicartist.org. Welcome to our Zoom web, class. Yeah, and, and I'm yeah. glad we're putting this on the podcast because I try to keep this out to the podcast listeners all time so publicartist.org what you will do is you will have free calls to entries from all over the nation and these pro 
projects range from 5,000 up to 100 million, like in installations. So they're all over the nation. Uh, these open calls, I get emails all the time and I'm constantly sending out my portfolio trying to get land one of these gigs all over the nation. Um, but these gigs are on publicartist.org and you'll get uh, constant information updated uh, if you sign up on that website. And it is another website mm-hmm. called anyartist.org that also has free calls uh, for artists. And Maybe we'll she'll also... find the paint that lasts over 20 years. Right, right. <laughs> 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 That's like the name of Email me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, as soon as you get that information, we need that email. <laughs> I need it like Tuesday. I, I, I think she seems like 15 years ahead, so I give figure it out. Info. I give that material safety data sheet too. I don't know if you can use this product, but I can. I can see some suggestions. Yeah, um, I need, I need y'all suggestions. And, but but with that, with that, the city, uh, local government is always having calls, open calls, and not not only that, we the ATX artists social are kicking off our artist showdown. We are yeah. releasing our artist showdown. Yay. So the drop of this episode, we'll be releasing our artist showdown, which is a contest for Halloween. We are uh, calling for artists to create Halloween masks. And we will select nice. a winner, a first, second, and third place winner uh, for this contest. And we'll be able to promote them and possibly, you know, do the t-shirt thing, get them another interview on the um, on the podcast and everything well, like let, that. Well, let's go, let's go into so with the contest um it's an upcycle so 75 percent of the mass has to be upcycled or recycled material um we are going to try to do something where we are going to support uh businesses that have uh upcycled items through art supplies and stuff like uh, austin creative reuse and things of those sort you do not have to be in austin and you don't have to be in the state of texas all we ask is um that you turn it in whenever you turn do the application you have your piece ready to turn in at that time the contest will be beginning um on day which is september 13th and then it'll end the last entry will be at midnight of october 13th we'll announce the winner october does not have to be wearable it's just a creative fun don't have to spend a lot of money on it this is just Let's see what you have at your house. If you want to go out and find something on the side of the street, go for it. You know, you just want to <laughs> yeah. have fun with it. Yeah, you don't want to. We want it to look nice. <laughs> it doesn't have to be Yeah. You yeah, don't want to put that. You don't yeah. want that thing you found on your face. If you want to yeah, win, <laughs> it has to have some craftsmanship well, just, if you want to yeah. win. Yeah, it's, we yeah. just want to make sure that everybody's using recycled and upcycled of, uh, material when making it, that it's not going to be something that you're going to be creating out of new material. So, like, of course, you can use if you have to use paint and stuff like that of course that could be something that could be new but like we want to make sure that at least 75 percent of it is a cycled item and i'm super well excited. Done. yeah I'm so super shout excited. out to yeah <laughs> yeah shout out to austin creative reuse you know we're yes. gonna we're gonna definitely yeah. be supporting um austin creative reuse uh in this contest we, we oh, definitely we're also, advocate. We're also we're also partnering with somewhere society with justin um somewhere society is actually going to be merging into the ATX Artist Social, so we will be coming one. Um, so everything that's going to be that's with Somewhere Society will be also uh, with the ATX Artist Social. We'll be announcing that partnership uh, sometime next week, whenever we do. Well, you just uh, announced that partnership right now. 
about? No, I'm talking about. Let, let me finish. Let me finish what I'm saying, black man. <laughs> we're going to be announcing the partnership fully whenever we do oh, okay. uh, Hispanic Heritage Month because we're going oh, yes, to highlight yes. Sylvie during the Hispanic. Uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. We're going to do a whole week of that, and we're going to drop her video that just her and I, her and Justin did with Somewhere Society, and that will make it. That's going to be the official. So we're going to be doing a lot of stuff in uh, Hispanic uh, history throughout that month, and highlighting different artists that we have interviewed in the past that are Hispanic. And of course, we're going to be doing Martha because Martha's our team member, and we want to support. We're I came all up about with supporting. The idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to support Martha too. So. <laughs> so that was me. Yeah, so a lot of I things are coming. A lot of things are coming um, with the contest, the upcycle contest, which the application is available. If you click the link in our bio, uh, it'll go straight to our link tree, which will have the episode for uh, Sylvie on there and also the application to get featured and for this contest. Also, if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, it's on there too to give us a little bit some more uh, support we will be having merchandise coming on there soon and then with the advertising listeners <laughs> definitely go out to apple podcast Scribe, yeah and rate us rate us give us five stars you know we we know we make y'all laugh we know y'all love kicking it with we're us. fucking we know y'all hilarious for every and sylvie the beautiful thing is that you know we're going to keep on rolling this thing hasn't stopped we've been uh recording uh for about seven months now and you are yeah. like our 23rd 24th um artist that we've interviewed so and the that's only one that's right? and the only one that he's in on uh, halfway supports oil paint out of 20 <laughs> artists <laughs> only and she only halfway. You are the first losing, man. Losing every time. <laughs> and you're the first. They always say they say acrylic over oil. Yeah. Everyone says acrylic over oil. Mm-hmm. No, am I high? No, that's old, my old school. I'm very I'm very happy for this interview. This was a great interview. <laughs> like, that's that's validated now. He feels validated now. <laughs> Definitely. Hey, hey, um, Sylvie, if there is if there a little girl out there, there's a little girl out there who is really talented, right? That she's super excellent, talented, but she might not have that support system around her. What would you say to that little girl and like to inspire her to keep on creating? And what, what, what would you say to that little girl? Well, I think it's what, what happened to me, which is putting my mindset into it. You know, it's just like really, because when you want something, the signals that you send to the universe is that you lack, that you lack something. So what the signals that you have to uh, send out there is that you already are, that you are an artist, that embrace that you are an artist and that you get um, profits or um, something in return for what you do. It's having that how can I say that? It's like setting down their the value is like value energy. In yourself. Yes, value. exactly. Well, it's like she said, manifest. Listen, manifest. It's manifest. And that shit, I was all like, Martha's gonna come in with this manifestation. I know you <laughs> Yeah, that was happening to me. You know what? I was working, I was, this is a funny story. I was working as a nanny when I came here I, because I cannot stay to do nothing. You know, I, I've never been, um, uh, how do you say, um, that a man pays everything for me. I have always worked so hard. So I could not stand uh, my husband pay for everything. I was like, I gotta go out and do something. I tried working. 
working at a daycare because I had to go back to college in order to be a teacher over here and I didn't have the time or the money. So I started a daycare and then someone me to work, uh, referred me to work at a um, for a, for a couple and I was making around $28 an hour, which is a good money for to be a nanny, right? Mm-hmm. And I was doing I, my paintings just on the side. One child or two. <laughs> the... <laughs> yeah, how many kids were It was just one. And I just that's, had to drive see, that's why. That's why. It was one kid. They were like, yeah, we can go ahead and pay you this much money. We only got one child. No, one child is not that expensive. No, another one came along because he was adopted. Another one came along adopted, but I didn't have to take care of him because uh, she was bonded with him so um, I, I was not in charge of the second kid so but I would paint on you know on my free time and then I remember I show one painting to her husband to my boss and he looked at me and he said what are you doing here <gasps> that was like a slap to my to my face those words just you know kept going to my house like he's so right what am I doing here what I'm not embracing that I have a talent because I was it felt like a big like I, I told Justin um it felt like a big hat on my head like I just mentioned that I was an artist it was too big for me to embrace it was like I didn't feel enough so when I started changing that mindset like no I do have a talent because it's easy for me to learn this kind of stuff I cannot learn how to play a guitar it's not easy for me so that's not my mm-hmm. talent my talent is to paint my talent it's related to visual I am an artist. I am talented. I know I can get things accomplished through this field. When I embraced that, things started happening. Clients started mm-hmm. coming. People started calling me. When I embraced it, when I was sure that I could do it, that that I that I not just had the passion but the will to do it. So that's my advice to what. Yeah, yeah. did the word. That's my advice whenever, to any girl. Whenever mm-hmm. believe in yourself. Listen. Believe in yourself. Believe it. Believe it. in yourself. But do yeah. the work because there's no the work. Magic, yeah. not magic. Not, not doing not the work. Like magic. Like, okay. Yeah. No. Do stuff so you have stuff to show and and see <laughs> what's your public out there. Where are you going? Sit down, Tyson. Sit down, Tyson. Sit down, Tyson. Oh, do it. Okay, but you're a great He's all like, listen. Do work, yeah. He's like, I predicted you were going to mention this, so I wore this shirt, and I'm going to bring it up like 500 times throughout this podcast. He couldn't wait. You wear that shirt. You wear it every day. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's wet stains. It's sweaty. It's the stinky shirt it's about to speak myself (laughs) we we already know that uh tyson's in there sweating his ass off so be lucky he had a t-shirt on because usually he'll be like white feet oh yeah you start start coming out of layers yeah (laughs) that's the after show that's the bloopers part of the show (laughs) (laughs) hey y'all can sign up on patreon.com to see that Oh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I want to see this. Subscribe on Facebook. Where's your wife's wife behind you? I need to work out. You ain't got my tips. I'll take all my tips through Patreon.com. So, you know, Patreon.com. Backslash ATX on the social. Have you ever heard of a painting with a twist? Yes. Yes. I used to work there as an instructor. So, I nobody used to make tips while working there. I was like, what's happening? Why does nobody give us tips? So, I started like saying, stuff i was like okay remember if you gotta if you tip that's gonna go to hungry children my children (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly right yeah it's true try to to feed the children (laughs) 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 
I'd I, I, I be like tip the bartender to make the painting look better, you know? Like, <laughs> You'll feel more emotions uh, towards it. Yeah, exactly. We're going to be connected as one as long as you tip. As long as you tip. Right. As long as you yeah. Tip. <laughs> Get some extra pointers. All right, Sylvie, I have one last question before we finish today. Oh, yeah. Because I've been aching to ask this question because you put in that um, you did some branding for Deep uh, what is it, Eddie Vodka, right? Eddie Vodka, yeah. Yeah, tell me how you got that and what did you do for them? <laughs> well, again, my husband, I don't know, my husband is so popular. He's not at all, actually. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> he has not done what he does. <laughs> but he has, he works in the prison industry. He's not popular. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he went to a night school, so he had tons of friends. And so one of his friends, he's very crazy and he participates in all these uh, festivals as like uh, in, the, in the logistics uh, area. So he called me. He was like, hey, we need our, an artist that paint life for Baraiki, but we need the the, um, the sketch for today. It's going to be in two days. I was like, yeah, I'm down. You know, I'm down for that. Like, always, do. I'm down <laughs> for that. So I just started sketching on my iPad and I, and I sent it to them. I was like, we love it. Yeah, let's do it. So I just went there and I was dancing while drinking while painting. It was so much fun. So it was like something that came out uh, of nowhere. I love those moments where you just yeah. staying at a festival. At a- yes, that was so fun. Mm-hmm. That's get that energy funny. You did that at uh, uh, the, uh, the Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I was about to say. Yeah, and I was like, that's even better because they get like super hype. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I got their logo and I transformed it into uh, Katrina. Uh, uh, um, 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 you know how do you call it? Yeah, like a uh, a skull, mm-hmm. like a skull. Yeah, uh-huh. Katrina is the, the female uh, Katrina. skull. The female. Yeah, the sugar. The sugar. How do you call it? Sugar skull. No. Sugar skull. Yeah, the sugar yeah. skull. So I, you know that the um. Eddie has a girl on the middle, like she's like on the like a pop art. So yeah. I, I made her into a Katrina. So that was very cool. And I made like Mexicans um, um so, decorations all around it. Oh, that's dope. So what when you learned, I guess, about the sugar skulls, the day of the dead, how is that for you, being that you're from Colombia? Well, it Colombia and Mexico are very connected so our their culture is not so uh, strange or foreign to us and there are a lot of Colombians that want to be Mexican so we that that story is very into us and we actually celebrate Dia de los Muertos as well we do but we don't we don't have the same tradition as they do like they actually get the dead out of the graves and they clean them and bring them it's different everywhere for sure like yes it is different it is different Wait, wait a minute. What you just, what, what? Did yeah. You I was kind of dozing off during this conversation too. She started polishing off dead people. Yeah. Wait, wait. Well, they, is, do they do that in Mexico or Colombia? Yeah. In, no, Mexico, Mexico, in Mexico. Yeah. yeah they oh. get some in parts. some towns, in some yeah. parts. Exactly. Martha, okay, some, so I'm looking at small you. towns. <laughs> yeah. I, the way I see life is definitely not the way I notice a lot of Americans see. So, what do yeah. you do with a dead body once you've dusted it off? And paraded it around town. <laughs> Do you put it back where you found it? Yes, they put it back. <laughs> they put it back. They, bear, they, they put it back. Well, that's not fair. That's I'm not fair. Through. I don't want to party dead. 
I don't want to be seeing y'all getting drunk. Well, that's what well, I'm saying. I don't want to be there. Listen, the whole but like how how it works is that your spirit is actually there. Like you're coming. That's the only time that you're able to travel through and be with your family. Like so, hey, do this. Meet me in in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I can have all of that, you know. Don't meet, don't yeah. bring me back. If I die, I I want to be cremated. So that hey, shit right there don't happen. I, I will say though, I feel like me at a family gathering, post mortem, and <laughs> I, they won't. Like they won't like I operate the, on the same levels when I'm at any other family gathering. Anyway. <laughs> I just go sit in the corner and be like, oh, oh y'all don't make no sense. Just, just tell a me. a glass of cool. whiskey right there. I'm looking at it like this. There's something in every culture that people do not understand. Like with some African wow. people, they do things with sticks that people do not understand. <laughs> I'm just saying, yep. it's the same thing in every culture. There's a reason behind everything. Uh, with my husband being Hispanic too and his grandparents and stuff, they're, they're from Mexico. So it's just like, I understand that it's crazy. I'm it's just like, cause, yeah, because my, bro- my my husband's birthday is actually November 2nd. So it's my like... My sister's too. Yeah, yeah, so it's like a... They they do she into skulls too. Yes. Yeah, right. Is she into skulls? Like is she into skulls? We had this conversation in the last episode. Is she into skulls? <laughs> my husband's like obsessed. But like their celebration, whenever we would go for his birthday and stuff, and then they would have to celebrate that too. It was just like a whole thing. Like they would make these meals and stuff for the dead. They would prepare their favorite foods and put it by the grave. And like I don't know. Like I don't feel like black people do that. Like they don't want you dead. You in the ground. They only time a black person is going to dig up a dead body is because the feds is going to find it and we need to move it. <laughs> That's it. They're getting close. Like, nah, we, that thing, we gotta go move it. We gotta go move that thing. They're getting close. People are talking. Right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a totally freak out if the hand <laughs> fall other than off. That, like no. if the hand and fall off, I'm gonna freak out. I'm gonna be gone. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose it. I'm no I'm no longer helping y'all with well, we body. Well, we know we know Tyson's the first one that runs. You see Tyson run, y'all run too. Tyson, yeah, Tyson's gonna be running. He's gonna do the whole thing where he pushes one of us while he continues to run and drags the yeah. other one down. <laughs> I'm like, get out of the way, you're back now. <laughs> oh, oh man. Skeletons just start dancing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, Sylvie, yo, we are so yeah. glad to have you on. This was such an amazing interview. You know, yeah. before we get out of here, we want our ATX Artist Social listeners to know where they can find you, know how they can reach out to you, know where to find your art, your YouTube, all of your hashtags, where you kick all of that stuff out for our ATX Artist Social listeners right now. Yes. Uh, something I want to mention is that I just started a project on YouTube. Uh, it's I started with the most basic for beginner lessons for beginners. Um, it started with pencil uh, technique, uh, but it's in Spanish so far because I want to give a, mm-hmm. I want it, to, it's the same as all my social uh, media name, which is Sylvie Art Studio. So it's uh, the same for Behance. It's the same for uh, Instagram, YouTube, um, except for Facebook, which is Sylvia Ochoa Art Studio. That's S-L-S-I-L-V-Y Art Studio. A-R-T-S-T-I-D-U-O. I-O. Come on. Damn. I-O. 
Tyson. Sylvie Art Studio. Oh, listen, I'm pulling yeah, your black you card because you were shaming us all. I'm, I'm, shaming shaming all. Hey, I'm not perfect. I, I didn't I didn't wake up. I didn't wake up like this. I wasn't trying to be perfect today. So perfection perfection went out the window at like 10:30. I was perfect up until 10:30, like <laughs> 8 oh, a.m. All of today. I'm yeah, up yeah. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> she got you. <laughs> Sylvie Art yeah. Studio. Sylvie Art Studio. S I L V Y. S I L V Y. A R T S T U D I O. There you go. Good job. Good job. Boom. And follow her YouTube series. Y'all go check out her her easy and quick learning tips and tools, man. And we're gonna be tapping into some of that, Sylvie. And uh, we also need a Spanish translator on the ATX Artist Social. We could broaden our range if we could Perfect. advertise in Espanol and not just English. Absolutely. You can count on that. Damn, My Spanish is perfect. Yes. Like, come on, Lucero. Let's y'all get on the podcast. Sylvie, me and you. What about Marta? Mm-hmm. Marta speaks Spanish? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Marta mm-hmm. speaks uh, Spanish. Yeah. But she can't type it. She can just hear it. Damn. She just speaks <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Tyson. Okay. Bro, I, I, Spanish was my first language. Okay. Grammar is definitely not my best in Spanish. Okay, okay, but okay, I do okay. know how to type and I do know how to like. Yeah, I'm like, like Damn, okay. okay, that was all I'm jokes. Like, the, bus, the bus ran over Martha. The bus ran over Martha. You was driving. The bus gone, Martha. I'm sorry. The bus is gone. <laughs> <laughs> the, we're, we're around the corner already. You already <laughs> trying to replace her. He's like, listen, I'm, uh, we need a, um, a Spanish-speaking, a Spanish-writing person on our team. Uh, Martha who? What? Huh? Like, huh? Come on, come on. <laughs> no. To be honest, no. my mom, like, she studied grammar both in English and Spanish. So that's definitely my go-to person. Like, hey, uh, I need this translated. Can you help me? That is my my savior, my go-to. Yeah, we want to do we want to do a Spanish version of the podcast. So, like, we also have Lucero too. Lucero, she's from Mexico, and she knows Spanish. Spanish is her first language too. Man, you might have to get like a whole whole little podcast with women that are Univision. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we make it to television, if we make it to television, television. <laughs> <laughs> corazones. If we make it to the same channel with Dustin, yeah, you watch that? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! I used to watch that growing up. That's crazy. That's so get that song from Carrusel. Carrusel de niños. No, no, no. I, I remember that one, but more yeah. when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yo, ATX, we got to close this out. Yeah, ATX Artist Social listeners, yo, y'all have just experienced Sylvie with Sylvie Art Studio. ATX Artist Social team, will y'all help me send Sylvie out? And then we'll be, we can't wait to share and advertise your artwork for this next uh, seven days. Uh, we're going to push awesome. and promote you for a week. We ask that you push and promote us. Let us fa- let your fans hear us. Let our fans hear you. And uh, all of our ATX Artist Social listeners, y'all sign up to the Patreon, a patreon.com backslash ATX Artist Social. Y'all sign up for the ATX Artist Art Showdown Halloween Edition Contest. And y'all also follow Sylvie on all of her social media platforms. Y'all can catch all of that information in the bio. Yo, ATX Artist Social Team, will y'all help me kick out C?
Sylvie, a great exit, man. Thank you, Sylvie, for joining <laughs> us, ATX Artist Social listeners. One, Thank you. two, three. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Thank you so much.